this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Gay Persis. It's the one that started with a T or something like that. Teflon? What's the new T person everybody buying? Who? (laughs) (laughs) You stole my line. This is my line. (laughs) Bitch. The way y'all Y'all let Nene Leaks carry you around into failure. Uh, you you must be a Birkin bag, or no, actually you're a book bag. First of all, these curses is a book sack. Okay, <laughs> not even okay. The one of them weak ones that your shit end up falling out of before the semester. Even Target even. got a special, and we just waiting till your daddy check come through. He said he'll have a check by Labor Day. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Nene Leaks with this breeding session bullshit. It is the worst. Utter trash. And I know it's low-hanging fruit, and I almost decided to not because I know everybody else is talking about it. Um, But um, this low-hanging fruit got to get cut off. Like, we have got to want and do better for ourselves. This is absolute garbage. Yeah, whoever Um, was in charge of cutting the weeds this season, girl, the, the shit, no. It's not going to harvest, bro. Nene Leaks really thinks gays are full accessories. And she is exactly who I thought she was. A lying, badly made narcissist. That's, I mean, that's the bottom line. Is She's doing this for attention and for adulation for people to be... Just around her, uh, exalting her and worshiping her, and yes, yes, bitch, yes, queen, you better work. All that stupid ass shit, just to make her feel better about not having a goddamn job over at Real Housewives anymore. And y'all, them gays, them three queens, let her make them a fucking gay purse. <sighs> Period. <laughs> I mean, ain't nothing else to say. I, <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, that's it. I mean, I, I, I'm all here for the gays getting jobs, but get you a job where somebody is not openly using you for their their own. Oh, this will make me feel better if I surround myself with the gays. That's not no goddamn job. Ugh. And then especially the way that she's trying to um, say that Bravo and Truly Original, the production company, um, needs to be better about uplifting black women. And the first topic she teased in her little shenanigan was Tyra Banks doesn't want um, real housewives on the show any, um, while she's the host. Well, and Drake and like, Wendy Williams. So how, how are you complaining about them uplifting black women? And uh, the first thing you do with this badly produced Horrible iPhone six. <laughs> she could have got Kenya to produce this. Okay, Chill. I mean, if it's, gonna, if it's gonna be a fucking dumpster fire, at least let Kenya do it. <laughs> Not a dumpster fire. Shit, God, it was on an iPhone six. You see all that shaky, shaky hand footage, Rook. them lazy, made up ass taglines, and then you're gonna call then it a little hand motion. Girl, you read yourself. And the gays that were there and participating, y'all definitely read yourself. The fuck? Why would you want to be a part of that? Ugh. 
Who are you? Mine, I'm finna say, I'm just about to move on. <laughs> My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. a grower and a shower, B.K.A. the Gay Witch Doctor. And this is Here For a Podcast. This week's episode is presented in partnership with the Black LGBTQ Community Survey. As our buying power approaches $1 trillion in the United States, Community Marketing and Insights provides free data to help nonprofits, universities, and organizations better serve the Black LGBTQ community. Everyone who completes the 15-minute survey by October the 30th may enter to win one of 20 gift cards from Apple, Amazon, Etsy, Starbucks, and more. Click the first link in our description to participate, and survey results will be available at cmi.info on December 15th. What's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker this week is, um, in the spirit of Halloween, what is one of the scariest movies that you've seen? Or like? So. Or like actually scared you? So, like, like as a little seven, eight, nine year old and stuff. Like, I used to watch the Freddy movies and the Jason movies. I was like, okay, cool. We rented from a white man. Cool. Uh, so like, you rented movies from a white man? No, we're running from a white man because it's oh, okay. Freddy Krueger and Jason. And that's what all those movies were about. But for some reason, when I first saw like the first Saw movie and like Saw Two, I was like, oh my gosh, the gore in this is just so and like. I can't believe he would really threaten those people. They're like, girl, I'm going to tie you down. I'm going to sl- slowly put this saw through your body. And da, da 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 And you got eight minutes to figure out how to make, not make this happen to yourself. And I was like, oh, oh, I hope she figured it out. I hope she figured it out. I hope she, I don't want her to die. I don't want her to die. And of course, they don't figure it out. <laughs> and so I was like, so, but then I had to learn the difference between, I guess, more mystery suspense horror and then i was learning like oh there's differences in the genre but genres but i think the first saw movies were like really the first time i was like genuinely afraid of what was going to happen to the characters and it was presented with that mystery suspense setting so that's just my answer i see I'll let that stand. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm like, uh, that, I'm like, I'm, I'm still needing to get better educated on like the different genres and stuff. But that's when I was first scared watching movies. Um, I like realistic horror. I don't, I don't. I mean, I like to watch supernatural horror. But if you want to scare me, it's got to be realistic horror. Uh, like I can see those situations really happening, and I'm like, ooh, damn, that really could happen. Um, one of my favorite scary movies is The Strangers. And it's scary because it literally can happen to anybody. Anybody going out into a cabin and then a killer just knocking on your door and fucking night. That literally can happen. That's like real shit. Um, I also liked um, Open House on Netflix because I thought that that was also a very realistic horror of you know, the the scary thing that a lot of people think of all the time where you're like, oh, I heard a noise. What the fuck was that? And it turned out there's a whole goddamn person in your house. Walking uh, around you your always house. go look. 
just to be sure. But then when you actually go look, and it's actually somebody there, like, oh, bitch, I actually got to do something this time. <laughs> it's actually somebody, like, literally walking around your house while you are asleep. That's not scary. That's bitch. <laughs> bitch. That movie. And um, I, I think it got basic, decent reviews. That's my type of horror is that. So you guys chime in and let us know what you um, are watching for Halloween. Halloween is this weekend, and I hope y'all are being safe as possible. Um, do not feel the need to um, be doing no craziness just because it's Halloween. Uh, stay your ass I was home. thinking about eat your own damn candy if you have to. So this weekend, I was thinking about. I was like, well, maybe I should just order me go get me a bunch of candy from the Kroger's. Well, from the Giants. I'm just, my myth just jumped out. From the Giant. <laughs> um, wow. And order me a costume online and then just parades around the house like I was going to do anyway. <laughs> I was going to prance around the house, eat candy. I could do that at home. I could do that. But then I was like, a costume going to cost like $30, a good one. And then it's an at home costume. So, girl, you, it's like, girl, you that might be self care. I mean, that's good because, I mean, it'll make you feel good and it'll be a different day because you know all the days continue to run together as uh, (laughs) the world has been crazy this whole damn year I really thought I was it was like last week it was um, Thursday I really thought that it was a Sunday you couldn't have told me that today was not a Sunday I was I literally got up to wash clothes because I wash and and do shit like oh shit I didn't even water the plant god damn it see the days run together together. and so if you want to do that for self care. I, I, I'm, I'm with that, and I'm with that for you guys as well. It's not too late. You can get on Amazon, get you uh, something a little cute and cheap, and prance around the house and be gay. Yeah, give a drag performance. Yeah. Um. Oh. Now you know the gays love <laughs> to do drag on on this <laughs> this blessed day of Halloween. <sighs> some of them do it decent, and some of them don't. So I'm just gonna leave that there. Um, our affirmation this week is um, when they go low, you go petty or you leave them alone. People don't learn lessons by you giving them treats for abusing them. Or for abusing you, actually. Um, personally, I prefer petty. That's for me. But uh, I'll fir- I'll affirm you guys to give people who hurt you the space and grace uh, so that you can heal from whatever they did to hurt you. Um, whether that space and grace is 30 minutes, days, or years is up to you. That is our affirmation this week. Uh, thank you guys for supporting this ghetto ass podcast. If you would like to uh, continue the support for this podcast, please get over to our Patreon. Our Patreon will be down in the description. Thank you so much. Uh, last week, last week we talked about OnlyFans girls, and um, this week they've gotten a little more creative, uh, except the ones that are fighting outside still. I don't. Sweetie, oh my gosh, <laughs> round three. This was what they was like. Doing. How many times do you want to fight? And then bring your crew, your camera crew. They got the same camera crew as the reading session out here. (laughs) Actually, it's probably the same girls. They probably got hazard pay, crisis pay, short notice pay. Because, girl, you got to pay me extra when you call me in. Was I on call to film? (laughs) What's going on? 
<laughs> anyway, this week they got more creative. Um, and um, they have unveiled the masked dick. That's M-A-S-K-E-D, masked Is this the like one by the light-skinned one with the beard? We're not supposed to know. You're supposed to guess who the dick is. Oh, okay. Because so, I don't know. No. <laughs> It's a fun game for people that know the OnlyFans girl's penises. So if you know what this OnlyFans person's penis looks like, you'll be like, oh, I know who that is. And it's kind of like a fun little guessing game for the people that that are subscribed. Not the people that are subscribed. To Twitter that, previews. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I've only seen the previews. I'm not subscribed to the previews. <laughs> I don't want y'all to be fooled. Do not be fooled. Um, I think it's a cute idea. Um, I think uh thinking a lot over the, there. Huh? You're thinking a lot over there. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to not be shady because I've been <laughs> shady for 20 minutes already. Um so I think um the best thing to come out of this is that the niggas is wearing masks. So okay. I mean at least if you go if you're gonna be out here in these streets and be hoeing and, and only fans in and and all of that. Is y'all wearing your masks? So that's the positive I can find in that. I'm over here swaying side to side because I'm like, give them praise. You got to give them praise for the little things. Come on. You got to give them praise. Well, some of them got big things. <laughs> we got to guess. <laughs> you got to guess. You ain't going to know. <laughs> You'll never know. Um, so, masked dick. Shout out to y'all. Um, and for those oh, OnlyFans people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, during the pandemic, you got to get creative. Apparently, so I'm with it. Uh, just take your prep, take your truvada, please. Um, that's all. I'll, I'll leave that there. Um, next, I was um sad to see that uh my pending subscription to this rapper, I had to uh, call the claims people and report as fraud because. Yeah, I, I'm taking. I'm snatching that back. Um, I listened to the new um, song Nicki Minaj has with, I believe his name is Shada Boy. I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's S A D A Shada Baby. Excuse me, mm. Shada Baby. I believe that's how you pronounce it. That's how you know so I'm you old. You pronounce it sounds like he uh, put out a gun on an infant. <laughs> Are you saying Sada or Shada? Sada. Sh- I I was assuming it was Shada, but it may be Sada. Okay. I don't know. See, I'm, that's how I know I'm old. Is I can't. I don't know these new rappers' real name. I know that I'm about to read her real quick though. Okay, thanks. Um, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. So I spelled her name out so y'all y'all can look it up if you don't already know. Uh, her name is Sada Baby. It's a him, but you know we call him <laughs> her here as well because we don't give a fuck about pronouns of stupid bitches. Um, when you stupid, then I don't respect your pronoun. Um. Anyway, the song was cute. I like Nicki Minaj's verse. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was, I even added it to my playlist even after the first listen of the song because I was like, oh, I'm gonna want to listen to this again. Then I fucking tumbled through Twitter. Yeah. And they dragging him because of his old tweets. Mm-hmm. And. They're problematic, but the one that I have the most problem with that told me that I was unsubscribing was I'm tired of Beyonce. Quote. I'm going mm-hmm. to quote the tweet. 
The tweet reads, I'm tired of Beyonce. That bitch need to die or something. End quote. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was the end of your career. <laughs> I mean, like the Nene Leaks girls, do the arm ill. motion and send him over there with Carrie Hilson. <laughs> do the arm, I mean, do the arm motion and send him over there with Carrie Hilson. Your seat is this way because you're going to be seated for a long time. <laughs> I had never heard of you before this Nicki Minaj song. You finally got a break and a chance, and you didn't think to delete hateful Beyonce tweets. <laughs> who was your publicist who who raised you how dumb can niggas be to leave up hateful Beyonce tweets in 2020 what oh you dumb bitch mm. and he's not attractive so that, that further helped me say you know what um, I don't need to be on this train at all I'm gonna get off here this is my stop. <laughs> so, yeah, and I semi-blame Nicki Minaj because you've got to start vetting people that you're collaborating with, um, especially oh, at, your really <laughs> at, at your caliber. When you're the queen of rap, it's like, so, okay, so I'm doing this, but for what? I mean, it was a nice trick. It, it was very Anaconda part two, um, but in its own way, it was, it was going, it was like, it was like being a freaky and... Um, she did okay with the wordplay. I was like, okay, this is aspiring people to want to shake. And I'm sure, like, if he had not gotten canceled so fast, she could have premiered her post baby bod in the new video. That would have been like, you know, like make it climactic for you, make it work for you as Nicki Minaj for your career if you've done this feature for a literal nobody. So, but he ruined his own career. And then, like, I who. How do you not even say in your own as a woman, woman to woman, me to you, Nicki Minaj, how to how do you not like do a background check of your own? Like even if Atlantic or whoever Republic Records or whoever don't do their background check, as a woman, like, okay, this person sent me this track, this track sound hot. Let me Google him. Let me look him up on Twitter. Like, don't you want to do that yourself before you work with a bitch? Especially in the COVID kind of world. Were you sitting at home now, I was pregnant, so you're not flying to Detroit to mix it and make it in the same room together. Couldn't you at least... Oh, yeah, that was the other part that I was mad at. I was like, I can't believe this nigga is dragging Detroit down like this. We don't need these L's. <laughs> we just... We trying to... We recovering from cash doll. <laughs> Shit. Damn. So... Three, we don't need this. <laughs> so, like... Mm, <sighs> I was just disappointed in Nikki because I was like, Nikki. I listened to the song twice because I'm like, well, I'm at least help the Barb's. You know, the Barb's love, like, stream this. Here we go, number one. I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy it, Barb's, but I'll stream it twice. I'll give y'all that. And that's all I did. But I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to say the name of the song because I don't want y'all to stream it. I don't know what the name of the song is. <laughs> no, sure. I do, but I'm not saying it because I don't want y'all to stream it. Um, so, beloveds that are listening to this podcast and my co-host, I'm going to say this pointedly uh it is unacceptable to wait two months to wash your clothes you retweeted some some shit some shit about somebody that was like oh yeah I, it's okay for me to i i i haven't washed my clothes Girl. in two months what? depression is real depression is real don't be judging people in their covid days i'm not judging i'm just saying it's not okay i i depression is real 
we need we were the same people that were reading white people about not washing their legs. <laughs> so at a minimum, we cannot be subscribing to culture about not washing clothes for two months. That's not okay. <laughs> so at work, I've been getting a couple of bits over like the last week or so. Every like my boss like, wow, Ronald, nice tie. Ronald, I really like that shirt. Yesterday, my staff as a collective told me during um this, our staff meeting, wow, Ronald, you look really nice today. And then another was chimed in, yeah, you know, I really like the way you put that together. Mm-hmm. And another one goes, well, I wasn't going to say nothing, but yeah, you do look really good. So I'm like, I wasn't going to say nothing. Uh, 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 so what y'all been trying to say? Amisha <laughs> did her laundry, and now I got clean clothes, and I done, I done bought a few extra pieces off Amazon Prime, and now I'm and now I'm getting all these compliments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't gonna give you the uh, I'll the, take the Carrie Hilson. I mean Carrie <laughs> Carrie Hilson. Carrie Washington. <laughs> I wasn't gonna give you all of that. I'll just just give you a little. <laughs> yeah, I did that laundry child. Uh, mix and match some pieces and things, and I've been getting compliments ever since. I'm like, oh, sorry, my depression really was bad the past two months. Huh? Well, six kind of, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Pope Francis, um, the current Pope of the Catholic Church, uh, Pope Francis. But you know what? Name your baby Pope, and then it don't be the Pope. Ooh, that'd be sickening. Oh, nine times out of ten. I mean, ten times out of ten, they ain't gonna be the Pope. So, I mean, there's that. You can just make Pope a middle name. Anyway, like, Pope why are you uh, why are you announcing that he's his name is Pope Francis and that his job is to be the Pope? But okay, I get it. Well, that it really ain't his name. That's a stage name. You know, when they become Pope, they get a stage name because he has a real name. They do? What? What's his name? Let me Google. Anyway, the important part is Pope I'm Francis. I'm learning something. I, I'm, I'm willing to teach. I'm here. Um, Pope Francis uh, has called for civil unions uh, for same-sex couples Um in a what is being called a drastic move for the Catholic Church, and uh, I would like to say I don't want these crumbs. Don't give me no crumbs because the way that the Catholic Church has treated uh, black people, women, and gay people, uh-huh. and then y'all want to throw out a crumb here and there, some. Here, y'all can have a civil union. Look, we did a good job. We did a good thing. Look, y'all can have civil unions in 2020. Now, 20 years ago, we accepted those crumbs of civil unions because we didn't have shit. And oftentimes, we wasn't going to get shit. And we wasn't thinking we were going to ever make it to a place where um, marriage would be acceptable, gay marriage would be acceptable. Um, And we finally got there and now that we've got marriage rights across the world in so many different countries uh, for same-sex couples don't give me these crumbs I don't want no crumbs if you don't want to give me a sandwich if you don't want to feed me and give me full rights as a human person don't give me no civil union crumbs I don't want no civil union Um, something about I'm trying to give more context to what he said he said something about um, gay people are children of God, and they at least, and they at least, well, not they, we at least deserve 
Yeah, I'll read the quote. unions. Okay, what did he say? Homo- his quote, the quote is, homosexuals have a right to be a part of the family. They're children of God and have a right to a family. Um, and so if that's the case, then why can't they get married like any of the other children in the family? Why can't I have the same rights as heterosexuals in the family? If you are recognizing that I am a child of God as a gay person, as a, a believer in your in the religion that we are a part of, why don't I still get the same rights? Why am I still different? Well, I'm the redheaded stepchild. So that is that what you said? Is okay, well, you a child of God, but you the you the bastard one that we kind of pretend, you know, daddy didn't step out to marriage and, and have sex with uh the lady down the street. But he brought you home anyway. You gonna pretend that? Because tell me that. Um, yeah, so I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, I I think that we a lot of people, especially white gays, were giving Pope Francis so much praise for. Look, he's taking a bold stance, and he's mm-hmm. he's the, actually he's the first pope to ever say the word gay, um, and he's making a stride, but. I want him to take a deeper stride. Like, I mean, don't come over here jogging when you should be running. So that's the same thing that happened on The View. You know, The View is so much. Oh, it's oh, I'm about to do the most with my language here. So much more enjoyable. Is that grammatically correct? I hope so. Now that uh, Megan McCain is out on um, paternity leave. <laughs> is she the father? <laughs> I said paternity leave. Maternity, maternity. leave. Oops. Um, <laughs> that was shape. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the view is so much more enjoyable. I hope it's grammatically correct. Um, so Sarah from Sarah Strahan and Kiki, she was saying like, oh my gosh, this was so revolutionary. And then I love Anna Navarro. Um, she was saying how bold and progressive this was. And then Sunny, I love Sunny Houston. She was also just saying that like it was good, but I think she was, if I va- the way I vaguely remember this is um, Sunny was saying that there does need to be more done. Um, Sunny Houston I mean, is also a Catholic though. So yeah. she had to tread lightly. Yeah, those two I can't like. Anna Navarro is a yeah, Catholic, Navarro as well. Catholic as well. Yeah. And so, um, but mm, I mean, what I mean, we are so progressive. I guess we are very progressive, but for all the old, white, decrepit people across uh, different countries and islands, and all of them have to get come together and be progressive as well, in order for it to be more accepted in their religion. Shall we still argue about Roe versus Wade? Do a woman a woman get a right to her own body, and you you know they're not gonna let the gay people say that. Oh yeah, you get to give your body to somebody else. This agenda is so progressive to these old white people. <laughs> <laughs> they think we are supposed to submit and do whatever they say, but sweetie, that's not the way. That's not the way. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I also speak as a non-member of the Catholic Church, uh, never been Catholic, don't want to be. That is not uh, the gang affiliation I would choose. But uh, I don't mind pointing out um, irregularities in what religion continues to do. Religion continues to do these types of things when you go to a non-denominational church and they are, well, you can come, but you can't dress like this or you can't bring this person with you or you can't sit next to this person like this or you can't hold this person's hand or it's looked bad upon when you kiss this person but when those two heterosexuals kiss each other in church nobody says nothing here we go so (laughs) again 
don't give me no goddamn crumbs. I want a sandwich. I want a meal. And I think um, the rest of the gay community needs to adopt that attitude because as long as we continue to accept crumbs, guess what they're going to give us? Crumbs. Yeah, Jorge Mario Bergoli, Bergoglio. This is real name. Jorge Mario yeah, he's Bergog- from Argentina. So. Bergoglio. I'm, I know I'm saying it wrong. Bergoglio? Bergoglio? Mm. I don't know. What's his mm. name? Is. Bruschetta. Just go with Bruschetta. You know Damn. Or Fruschetta, like the cheese. Mm-hmm. Look at that. <laughs> um, last but not least, uh, Texas social workers will no longer be allowed to discriminate against LGBTQ Texans um, and people with disabilities. They were allowing that? I thought the federal government <coughs> tell the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Social workers. Okay. <laughs> you so, have my best that, interest at heart, but you discriminate against me. Okay. <laughs> you're supposed to be out here helping people, and you still like, but you like, fuck them people over there. Fuck the gay people, and fuck the people with disabilities. You are a social worker. What did you get in this field? Okay, let me go. Um, after that, <laughs> After backlash from lawmakers and advocates, a state board voted Tuesday to undo a rule change that would have allowed social workers to turn away clients who are LGBTQ or have a disability. Uh, obviously, this is a common practice throughout Texas. Uh, they are they would be citing their religious views and conservative views of why they you know couldn't accept this patient or this patient was too much work or this patient um whatever other than i'm a social worker and i should be helping people especially people that are in trouble right now or having issues or disadvantaged um again what did you get into social work for so finally we got got (laughs) some change and um, hopefully this will not be reported again um, and won't be an issue. Um, I'm happy that we get some progressive laws in Texas right now. I don't know how the fuck this one snuck through because them bitches, the Texas legal system. Mm. The quote here is, at every opportunity, our intent is to prohibit discrimination against any person for any reason. Sure. Um, The governor's office recommended earlier this month that the board uh, strip three categories from a code of conduct that establishes when a social worker may refuse to serve someone. So the only thing that I can think of is... If uh, maybe a patient is violent towards you, mm-hmm. I can understand. Yeah, I'm not going back in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going back in there. I, or, you know, it's an extremely uh, dangerous situation. I can understand some of that. But you also, do you know what the job of a social worker, social workers go to help people at their the worst day of their life in emergencies Mm -hmm. that's what you do as a social worker and there are subsets and subcategories of social work there are many different types of social workers so i'm not really trying to net them all together everyone doesn't do uh, public health necessarily Uh, there are different types but as a social worker 
you have to be social with people that are having problems. You, you can't, have to help trans people find housing. You have to help make sure that they are safe. Whether if they need medication, which might be tea or um, estrogen, testosterone or estrogen. I mean, like yes, you have to help trans people be safe. Nobody should, and nobody should have to tell you that as a social worker. Again, <laughs> this is in the job description. Did you read the job description before you started school? <laughs> Did they go to school? Well, oh Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, do you at least have a connection down to the health department. I mean, like, girl, do you know anybody? Who are your resources? Even if if you feel like this client goes against some things, like you're going to help make sure that they're safe, but then you're going to pass them on to a colleague. Do you even have the network? Yes, they work. They work for the state, and so the state has a network of social workers where <laughs> they can say, "Okay, listen, this was a bad situation." Uh, either call the EMTs, call the emergency department, or call the police. I mean, that's other than that, you are a social worker. You are supposed to alleviate emergency issues that people are having on the worst day of their life. Mm -hmm. That is what you do as a social worker. And it should not matter who they have sex with, what disability they have, uh, and what they identify with or identify as. Why, why is any of that? relevant to you helping a person it's a human at the end of the day and we're trying to unless, stop calling the police for everything yeah we definitely unless need you that. unless you want to admit that you don't believe that lgbtq people and disabled people are actually full humans so admit that not a little rights <laughs> so admit that admit that but don't tell me that you really want to help people un until you found out that this person identifies as gay and then you're like you know i don't want to help that gay person mm -mm. can't do it mm -mm. can't do it um so last but not least um execute ed buck ed buck is still in prison ed buck is uh still looking decrepit as ever uh and we are hoping for justice from the legal system in california to get him the fuck out of here Ed Buck has been a predator, and predators like him need to not be here anymore. Yeah, so um, about that. Can we not execute Ed Buck? I've had a change of heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. It was a joke. Again, you take that crumb. I want a sandwich. <laughs> okay. Um, DC area. Come out. Come on, Apple Notes. Okay, D.C. area. Project Briggs' newest networking fundraiser to support their community service projects is happening Monday, November 9th from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. here at Butler's Kitchen. Bring your business cards, learn more about Project Briggs, and enjoy music by DJ Trife. Masks are required. Get your tickets and see how you can donate online at projectbriggs.org. If it ain't trife, it ain't life. Beep, 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 beep. So they're going to have um, a good event. So if y'all in the area want to go to um, a uh, mixer for business-related folks, get your, get your own um, ass out there. The song for my soul this week is Selena Johnson, If You Play Your Cards Right. I think I saw this, I don't know if it was on Insta Snap or if it was on Facebook Snap. 
Because, you know, everybody do stories in them. I don't know. It was in somebody's snap of some kind. And this dude was pouring like a brown liquor drink. And in the background, this Neo Soul song from the early 2000s. I had to Shazam it. Shout out to the people that use um, Soundhound or Shazam or whatever you use to find music. And it was Selena Just. I was like, bitch, let me go listen to that in full. So um, it's a, a, a mid-tempo, radio-friendly song that educates trade on uh, if you want some of this, mm, if you want to see how this pussy talk, he better play his cards right. You got me Wait in your hands, hands sir. You got you got me in your hands. Put, put each card down right, sir. And like Beyonce said, if you don't go break it, I might let you have it. <laughs> but the nigga's gonna go bragging, so girl. Keep so, it in your pants. I also found that um that was a great place to start like a random playlist on shuffle because I found it on I once I shazammed it. Um, if you play your cards right by Selena Johnson, I played it on YouTube Music, and then the next song after that was some music soul child, and then the next song after that was like some NDRE, then the next song, it was like the perfect. Oh, so you would like to hear early two thousands neo soul leaning R and B? So I'm gonna put you there. So pl- try it in your Spotify. It was really good, Selena Johnson. If you play your cards right, work. Um, I liked this song for my soul when it came out, but I have a different appreciation for it as an old nigga. Um, it came out in 1999, and again, um, in 1999, I was well, three years old, a little bit younger, and <laughs> um, was not as out as I am now and you know appreciating the male form and physical form I did secretly I didn't do it as publicly in 1999 so when I saw this video and heard the song I didn't have the same appreciation because I was like "Ooh, I shouldn't be watching this mm. and then you were gay in 2020 I revisited <laughs> and I was like oh shit mm. it's hot it was hot in here mm. my panties <clears throat> it goes a little something like this. Yeah. Um, I can provide everything that you desire. Say it. You got a feeling. Feelings that I'm feeling. Won't you come closer to me, baby? You've already got me right where you want me. I just want to be your man. How does it feel? Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Said I want to know how does it feel? It hit different because when I originally heard the song, I was just like, oh, okay, he like giving her a massage or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's thinking about anal. He's in one hole. He wants to go into that second hole. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and how does it feel? This is this is this is how you do sex. You do. Oh. Sex, you check. You check on. You check on what's going Don't on. Fit. You check on your partner, and you're like, "Oh, how does it feel? How does it? Is it? Is it? Am I too deep? Yeah. You want me to put some more lube? You want me to eat it some more? What you want me to do? How does it? How does it feel? 
And you can tell me with a facial expression. You don't have to tell me with words because you can tell me with a facial expression. I know I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. I know how I feel. <laughs> mm. Or you can tell me with an orgasm because then I'm going to know how I feel. So D'Angelo came out with uh, the track is called Untitled. How does it feel? In 1999. And um, all your aunties went up for it. Um, and definitely went up for the video. But again, like I said, I was not as um, checking out niggas the same way in 1999 that I would in 2020. So when I revisited that and looked at it, I was like, God damn, D'Angelo was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Because mm-hmm. he don't look like that no more. I mean, my metabolism slowed down, and I just really hate that that's a thing. <laughs> it is. It's part of getting old. But uh, like even those promotional pictures that he had for the album where he was like a land was it like a, a lace thong or something like that? He was laying there in some mm-hmm. seductive mm-hmm. wear. I don't know if it was men's wear or women's wear at this point. It was kind of okay. and the dick print <laughs> was there. Gender that V shape leading down to the dick. Uh mm. hot. Oh, I told you I got hot. How does it feel? How does it feel? He is a sensitive enough man to check on you. You know how many of these niggas out here that will be fucking you and don't give a fuck about how you feel? Like that Flash Man Way video where he hitting that girl from the back and then they was talking to... <laughs> Wait a minute. Is there a real video of him fucking a woman? Because There is a video of him. It's so much... I mean, he could be bisexual, but I just... I don't... I don't know. Okay, go ahead. It was so much noise. It was like... So we know that his thing ain't that big. Like he's got an average penis, not the taken away from his size. But all that racket and carrying on. That's that's where his asset is. is his <laughs> you gotta know what you what you can use. Go ahead, I'm sorry. All that pounding and carrying on. Sir, check on her. <laughs> Sir, she might need a medic. No, she don't. All no, that a- a- no, air in her puss. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have to burp or something. Give her two taps on the back. <laughs> Burp the baby. <laughs> How does it feel? Uh, the fix for that is you. Okay, that's gonna be graphic. Never mind. Um, mm. Look, this edutainment. We gotta educate the people. <sighs> no, I'm not doing it. Uh, thank you guys so much. That was the song for my soul. <laughs> Y'all, like, if you would like to cancel here for a podcast, please get over to our Patreon link. In the description. Hereforwardhive.com. And that as well. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, there's a free bonus episode for people who are not subscribed to our Patreon. Well, subscribe to the Hereforward Hive. And we made a 25-minute episode free so y'all can get a glimpse, a little taste of the extra content that goes on only on for the Hereforward Hive. So make sure you get over there. And the Hereforward Hive through... um. October 30th have an exclusive coupon code to hereforeshop.com. So if you're in the hive and still haven't taken advantage of the code, you didn't get a Halloween costume, get a real costume for when you go into the world. Yeah. Get you a you can get you can get you a, a, a here for it shirt to wear for election day. Cause y'all need to motherfucking vote. The voter suppression is real. I knew that voter suppression was real, but then I experienced it and I was I was hot. For the rest of the day, I really want to punch a kitten because the way that they have rigged the system 
to make people just not want to vote and just be disillusioned. Is this you telling your personal experience? Well, my personal experience and the experience of plenty of other people. Um, it's all over social media of other people that have waited hours upon hours and hours um, to vote. And mm-hmm. this should be the easiest thing in the world because we have four years to know what's coming up again. You know, we knew three and a half years ago, hey, it's going to be an election in 2020. We might want to get our shit together and get ready because it's about 150 million people that want to vote across this country. So if we get our shit together now, they will have a good process and get through the lines and we won't be stressing people out and we'll have a good and fair democracy. No, that's not what the fuck they want. But I encourage you guys to not be disillusioned. Stay motivated. Be resilient. You only have to do this. Well, you you should be voting every year, but this this is an extremely important election. Uh, that you need to be voting in. <sighs> okay, close my porn tab. I opened the wrong tab. Uh, what am I here for this week? <laughs> make Happy sure you guys <laughs> make sure you Happy guys are sending us your listener questions to hereforapod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. Um what am I here for this week? I am absolute I got three things. Give bear with me. Sweet. Um <laughs> The Kevin Dwayne podcast. Shout out to Kevin Dwayne. I was on his um, podcast back in the day. This week, he did an episode about imposter syndrome and psyching yourself out of believing that you deserve a seat at the table of any room that you are called to be in. And you deserve to be in any room where you yell and scream and shout and say, bitches, give me motherfucking space. Demand your space. Demand your seat. Demand, bring a printout to the table. Bitch, fuck these hoes. And I got just a presentation. Don't, just don't go to Club Lanethia. <laughs> so, um, shout out to Kevin Dwayne for um, his episode. And he told his personal story about his journey, um, his professional journey that he picked up and how you know, he kind of psyched himself out. And now look where you are. You're doing great things, Kevin Dwayne. The second thing for me is I am absolutely here for Equal, a documentary on HBO Max that's narrated by Billy Porter. Um, They kind of sort of put some dramatic reenactments in there where they didn't have like the actual footage of things. And um, so the the actors that they selected to play for the dramatic reenactments, they did really good with the production value of that to me. It, It is a little bit. Uh, what's the name of this show? Uh, looking for Latoya. It is a bit of looking for Latoya from Instagram. If you the show inside the show, it is a bit dramatic. It's dra- dramatization. Oh, is that a lot of dramatization? There we go. Come on, grammar. <laughs> English language. And so, some of y'all gonna have to go back to school, sweetie. Distance. Learning. I'm looking at programs anyway. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so shout out to Equal on HBO Max. Really good. Check that out. Um, also HBO Max people, HBO Max people, like fucking Daniva would say, y'all gonna have to do some better promotion. Cause it seemed like I watched one thing on HBO Max. I'm like, well, let me get on here and find something else to watch. After I done gave y'all my money, y'all are advertising to me that y'all have things that I want to watch. So the Beyonce of it all. <laughs> HBO Max people. 
Y'all need to do better marketing and promotions to me. I mean, I'm giving y'all my money. So can y'all just tell me that there's something on there that I would like to see? And the last thing for me, I'm not here for this, Lord. So I saw the headline and I was like, this ain't real. Um, So allegedly the way it was first coming out was this this black YouTuber man was walking around filming a YouTube video. And this white man came out and told him that his neighborhood was a no nigger zone. Oh, yeah. What? What? what so, excuse me? I know niggers on. So, of course, I'm a YouTuber. Of course, I have HD cameras. My friend has his iPhone 12 Pro that they just picked up from the uh, AT&T store. And you want wow, we, we're going to record this. <laughs> so, it turns out that this man is, uh, he appears to be of Asian descent. I don't know where over there. But um, his name is Stephen Ng. His last name is Ng. So he's an Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona realtor. So he has been fired from his realtor job. And he has been arrested for disorderly conduct. Just stirring up the drama. And uh, Mr. Ng was saying that he feared for his family and for his safety. And he didn't want the riots that are currently going on in America to make their way to his upstanding community in Scottsdale. So these niggers had to go. And so he, he Mr. Ng is um, on camera saying, I am a racist. And this is a no nigger zone. So, sweetie, why would you, why would you say stuff like this? When you see the YouTuber is right here with his, with the YouTuber is right here with his camera and his homeboy got his iPhone 12 pulled out. Why, why would you say something like that? Well, actually, I might be here for it. Yes, continue. more of y'all. Come on. Come, more of y'all coming. I might be here for it. Am I, look, I'm having a, a educational moment. I might be here for it. When I you, am. When, you, when you're racist and you see somebody with an HD camera, tell your truth. T- use that opportunity to tell your truth so mm-hmm. we can record it and let other people know. So you too can be fired from your job. Yeah. And hopefully not get another goddamn job. I don't give a fuck. Shit. Stay your ass at home. Wait on a stimulus check, bitch. Arizona. And there's a robot that we're supposed to be flipping it to blue. I think Arizona's kind of like purple right now. It's sometimes red, a little bit of blue, and we're going to make it all the way blue, hopefully. Yeah, I'm absolutely here for a racist being outed. I don't give a fuck if it's not a white person. I'm like, because. People, pe- people of color can be racist. Have racist things, racist Tendencies? ideology. Uh-huh. Yes, they Theory. don't have no. They don't have no structure to really oppress nobody. So I can't fully say that they are racist, but they can have racist isms mm. um, about them that will tell me and anybody in their community. Uh, I want to stay away from you. <laughs> and this or when black, I Google you, black and POC don't go together because black is black, bro. Or when I Google you, or I do my background investigation before I hire your ass as um a you know a, a HR person, then I find out that you got this smoke going on around you. I don't want to hire you. You stay your ass away from me. I I some. I can go find a closet racist. <laughs> Uh, um, so much going on in the world. Yeah. 
this week, what I am here for is um, the new Batwoman. Um, I was not excited about this originally because um, there was so much drama around the past Batgirl uh, Ruby Rose, and then it wasn't a lot of people even watching the show because it wasn't really this that what good. I thought. That's what I was thinking, but everybody was so excited with, about this one. So it's like new production, I guess. No. Oh. It's Oops. the same people behind the scenes, but it's just a new girl in front of the scene. They got a new casting director. <laughs> yes. So I was originally excited about the original Bat Batwoman because Batgirl is a different character. I was originally excited about Batwoman um, because I know that she is an LGBT member mm-hmm. and um when it didn't go great i was just like oh damn here we go we got a failed lgbt character in um a comic book adaptation on tv and we need more representation and we can't get more representation if we keep getting bad results so unfortunately uh bad results happened to that first back woman um ruby rose but it was announced, um, I feel like it's been months ago. It may not have even been that long ago that we were going to get a black. I think it was july Yeah, okay. So, yeah, months ago. That we were going to get a black Batwoman. And we talked about it here on the show. Uh, I still don't have the correct pronunciation of her name. I believe it's Javicia Leslie. Um, it may be just Javicia. Um, but she is a member of the LGBTQ community. But what I'm absolutely here for this week is... Um, they put out art of her in the bat suit, so she's got a different bat suit, thank God, um, than Ruby Rose had, and um, her hair is different. And her quote was, I felt it was important that viewers could tell by the silhouette that Batwoman was a black girl with the form fitting suit and beautiful afro. We definitely nailed it. Um, so I'm absolutely here for it, Javicia, because um, we needed that representation. And like, it's a big, beautiful, flowing Afro, mm-hmm. curly, I don't know what, what they would call that type of hair, type 3C. C, 4C or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's but it's, it's beautiful. It's thick. It's luscious. And she looks great in the suit as a Batwoman. And we need more of that because, uh, one, black representation, two, LGBT representation, and on TV. So I just hope that the show comes back better and inspires more people to watch. Please watch Batwoman. Um, I don't see uh, a release date yet. But uh, I do believe that it is coming soon um, because they announced it a while ago and now we're like getting promotional stuff. So Mm -hmm. they're promoting it. So it should be coming soon. But Batwoman uh, is on the CW. Yes, I know the CW. Mm -hmm. But it's a black woman and LGBT. So let's support. Because episodes of Black Lightning started coming up on Netflix and people were acting like they were just discovering it. But Black Lightning been coming on CW for ooh, multiple yeah. seasons. Yeah, multiple seasons. So, um, what's next for us? Is it time for our last quarter? 
it is time for our last call. So if you guys are new to the show, uh, we pour a shot glass of something and uh, we cheers to our last call. It is time. Um, it had been stated a little bit already at the beginning of the show regarding the gay purses. But my last call goes to Funky Dineva for the last 24 hours. He um, gathered Nene in the beginning when she first put out that uh, scam. Then when she got on Instagram and store, I say Instagram and stories, Instagram stories, and tried to explain her way through it, like, oh, this is great. Um, TV networks and streaming services are calling me, and they're interested in my product, honey, and blah, blah, blah. And then, <laughs> scam. So how then fucking Daniva came back and said, like, Nene Leaks, if you are this grand dom, you are the HBIC of the number one real housewives um, of the whole United States. How, how do you follow up with, oh, I have a web show and it's broadcasting live from goddamn booth three <laughs> down to the Lalithia lounge? <laughs> that you, You're... If you are trying to say that you are worth so much money and you are worth so much, you wouldn't even be telling us about the recession until it had been picked up by somebody, fully casted with people who would Funky Dineva say, first of all, you're casted to be people that people want to see. And Funky Dineva was like, and no shade to those three young men, but who who are they? <laughs> who Who is you, Sharon? Who is you? <laughs> who, who are those people? If you want to go get some black gay people to... We need to inspire to want to be them, love to hate them, something going on, and we don't feel no types of way because we don't know who they are. And then, so Funky doesn't even just really went into the education lesson that it seemed like, wow, this is why Nene Leakes never really had a spinoff. So I don't know why she's so mad at Candy because Candy always presented herself with like people we wanted to see, had community engagement. You know, it was like way better did, DID. And so for Nene, to come to us from like booth three because it was the only booth left with the only booth set up. I mean, <laughs> God bless laughable. And what Funky Daddy even do? Laugh at her. So, Funky Daddy, but thank you for the last 24 hours and both of those um, responses to Nene Leaks because Lord knows she needed those reads. That's the reading session she needed. Yeah, the the obvious thing I got from that was obviously Nene Leaks watches Funky Dunneva videos. I was like, if that's not the biggest compliment in the world, I'm like, okay. Well, not the biggest. Don't deal it's with a bloggers. Big, yeah. I don't talk to the bloggers. I don't, I don't do I that. don't know bloggers are. Oh, okay. All right. Well, from uh, a fake HBIC to a real one, my last call is to Tiffany, the motherfucking New York Pollard, the real HBIC. Of reality TV. Come on. Somebody that has gay friends and don't use them as gay purses. I love Tiffany New York Pollard. And um, my last call goes out to her because apparently we will be getting more of the HBIC on TV soon. And if you don't know anything about Tiffany, New York Pollard, she makes amazing TV. Amazing TV. I mean, 
I could do the quotes. We could do. We could just go go with the quotes. I'm you're a dreamer. You, you dream, dream a lot. lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is your go to. Because because some people just be out there, and the way that she said it captures exactly where some people be. Like, what are you doing? You dream. I'm about to pull up on this bitch in a millisecond. Okay. I mean, you. You know who when you hear that, you know who said it. Those are quotables. So we're about to get more of that. Bitch, tell me what time and date to be there. I don't got nowhere else to be. Is it I'm, gonna be on VH1? I know she was yes. doing something with Zeus Network for something else. Something else going on with Zeus Network. I don't but know I think how to the, get that. the reunion for um I Love New York, they're like, sweetie, if you're gonna do that, it's gonna be on VH1. It's gonna be on VH1, yes. So it's coming soon, but I'm sure they're trying to get everybody flights booked and do the COVID test and all that, organizing, renting a castle or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a production. Yeah, I (laughs) I don't know anything about the logistics of it, but I just know it's happening, and I know that I would like to watch. Jesus. Tiffany New York Pollard is coming back to TV again. It's my last call. I mean, mean, that's the tweet. That's it. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Hear For It podcast this week. Uh, do you have one more note? Um, you guys, again, if you are in the Washington, D.C. area, Project Briggs' newest networking fundraiser to support their community service projects is happening Monday, November the 9th from 5.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. at Butler's Kitchen. Bring your business cards learn about Project Briggs, and enjoy music by DJ Trife. Masks are required. Get your tickets and see how you can support online at projectbriggs.org. Um, and you guys, again, also don't forget, there's a free bonus episode on hereforithive.com. You guys always asking us for extra content, bonus content, more content, more Here For It podcast. Uh, how does it feel? Um, so make sure you guys enjoy the 25-minute bonus episode. Um, the link will be in the description below. And make sure you guys are getting season two of Here For It merch, hereforitshop.com and um chat hereforitlive.com exists. Um, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and all the other stuff at Here For It Pod. Chat. Y'all know it's like when podcasts get to wrapping up, it's like you know what they about to wrap up. But <laughs> my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. Uh still a grower and a shower. Bye. Bye.